Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle, soon to be joined by Cameron. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to talk about, I got mistaken for celebrity at work, a very famous celebrity, somebody from The Goonies. Um, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, and, and, and nothing negative about Taylor Swift, because I like Taylor Swift, but her fans are starting to get on my nerves a little bit after this Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to do some Would You Rather questions, group therapy, first team all dime piece where we rank Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, there's really no news I have to share with you guys yet. Obviously, we're still looking for a recording space, uh, a new kind of recording space, a new space to kind of liven ourselves up. Uh, other Planet Comedy content you can go check out uh, on the YouTube channel. We have podcast clips, you know, clips from the show, clips from other shows that I do right here for Planet Comedy. Uh, the Real Review, which is going to be a shortened, kind of re- concise review show I'm going to do. In Hindsight, which is going to be a, a more comprehensive review of shows and TV movies and movies and all that stuff. Picture this, where I'm going to rewrite movies that I thought had a good concept, but maybe didn't land, you know, stick the landing. Uh, me and Cameron did some movie and TV watch-alongs I'll be releasing soon. On Twitch, you can find... Uh, you know, me playing video games, I can watch movies with you guys, and then the Video Game Cafe, where me, my friends, and my family kind of get away from the world, play some multiplayer games, and just have a good time. 2024 is a big year here at Planet Comedy. We're doing everything we can to promote the show. We're doing everything we can to, you know, get the show going and kind of make things, you know, feel bigger. And really, we're just trying to get things to pop off. And, and, I need your guys' help for that. Please like and subscribe to the show. Share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of today's podcast, and I'll see you guys next week. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Planet Comedy Podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Cam. And we are here recording on the day. We're recording the day after the Super Bowl, but this episode won't come out until Wednesday on Valentine's Day. It's all good. That's right. It's a Valentine's Day episode, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not a Valentine's Day. It's a Super Bowl it really episode, is. baby. But on this day in 2005, YouTube was born. Damn. It's crazy, isn't it, that YouTube started in 2005? We're so old. I mean, that was 19 years ago, Cameron. YouTube is almost 20 years old. That's foul. Uh, in 1991, Silence of the Lambs was released in theaters. It puts the lotion on its skin. It puts the lotion on its skin. In 1946, American dancer, choreographer, and actor Greg Hines was a major figure, uh, also a major figure in the rebirth of tap dancing, was born. Don't know. In 1946... The first general-purpose high-speed digital computer was created. In 1929, Al Capone had George Moran's entire gang murdered on Valentine's Day. It's called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell applied for a patent on the telephone. And then in 1979, Captain James Cook was killed by Hawaiians in a dispute over a knife. Sad times. They ganging out there. They ganging out there. They really are. But as Cameron <laughs> mentioned, yesterday was the big game. How, did you watch the Super Bowl, Cameron? Yeah. I, I didn't watch the first half, but I watched the second half. Oh, you watched the better half. 
because the first half was boring. It was. Yeah, it was dull. Damn. Uh, did you watch? Like, were you among friends, family? I was here with my mom and my grandma. Your grandma. It sounds like your microphone is. Yeah, it does. Hello. There we go. But I am not trying to lean like that. Well, just pick it up. Gay. Well, here I'll just turn you all the way up. Yo. Yo. There we go. That yeah, better? Do that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Here we go. I'll turn me up a little bit too. Let's get a little loud. Turn me up. Turn me up. <laughs> uh, I watched the big game at home alone with Samantha. The boys were at Dallas's. They had a Super Bowl party. I prefer watching the game kind of in a smaller setting. I think you get distracted when there's a lot of people. Unless, like, your team is actually playing. Yeah, if the Cowboys ever made it to the Super Bowl, I would definitely want a lot of people around me just because emotions would run high. Yeah, especially if you won or lost. I I don't know which would be worse for me to win or lose losing would probably I, i'm so accustomed to the cowboys losing it probably wouldn't even really affect me that much but a super bowl loss that'd be hard to... i don't know i'd probably just be happy we made it i'm like yay at least we were there but if we won i feel like there was a decent chance i would have a stroke fuck you fuck you you're fuck cool you. you're cool fuck you fuck you it would be just like that you might be one of the few you're cool fuck you fuck you yeah, uh, I watched the big game at home. You watched the big game here. Anything else? Any other big news from you, Cameron, before we get cracking <clears> on <throat> the Super Bowl? I got another tattoo. You did. We talked about it, but here it is. Everybody. Yeah, now you can see it in all its glory. All its delicious glory. Yeah. The peoples. <laughs> more to come. There are more to come. There's more to come for both of us. I'm getting a tattoo on my birthday. I'm getting my other Star Wars tattoo. Oh, cool. Can't wait. Bit. It's going right there. I'll have one on both arms. Dude, put it on the side of your head. <laughs> Why would I? Well, Dude, so my brother convinced me to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And your character, Eivor, has a fucking... A, like... <laughs> one side of it... Like, obviously, like a lot of girls do this. Where they have, like hair and then like a part of their head shaved yeah okay well this dude not only has a part of his head shaved but he has a tattoo of a raven on the side of his head and that would be so cool. dude that would be intimidating as shit if i saw someone like that riding in from the east to raid my village i am packing up and my shit as quickly as I, as yeah i'm grabbing whatever i can carry in my hands and i am leaving before they get there that dude's about to putting fuck his, you up. Yeah, i am putting as much distance between me and that as possible before it gets to land yeah because you got i got arrows too yeah like you start off uh i have an axe and a and a bow and arrow. Let me check something real quick. Make that so sounds... yeah, you better be dipping. Alrighty then. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm putting as much distance between me and whatever someone with a raven tattooed on their head. I'm I'm no. Dude, I no. Used to, I used to work with a guy that has a wolf tattooed on his head. That's pretty gangster. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, it's like a. It's like a. What would you call it? Uh, 
not ancient, but like, uh, I don't know, something like long time ago when like Vikings were really, really, really scary. And dude had like a literally, uh, their own signature of a raven that's tattooed on his head i'm gonna pull it up but again yeah. that is horrifying started playing that game this morning i'm probably gonna play it it's pretty cool actually well i'm i'm excited to hear about this because i've heard these games are fun uh but i my brother played a lot of them i just you know what i mean yeah i never got into them sorry i'm looking up i'm pulling up the game statistics here because i know that's where we're going you know, but yes, as we talked about the Super Bowl Fifty Eight, baby. Oh, are you pulling up the? Are you pulling up a tat a picture of this tattoo for me? Yeah, he almost looks like George. He almost looks like George Kittle. Like if George Kittle did did this, if George Kittle didn't look like an overgrown Waffle House fry cook, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> dude, his hair is nasty. Have you ever looked at it? Mm-mm. It looks very unclean. It does. It just looks nasty. I'm just like, dude, just get, just let it let the water run through it in the shower every once in a while. Although I bet washing all that hair is a bitch. I've never had long hair like that. Just <clears> the <throat> long curly locks, and even that is a pain in the ass. It does kind of look like George Kittle, dude. If George Kittle would do that hairstyle, he would be terrifying looking. That's what I'm saying. He would be the most terrifying looking player in the NFL. Just dude, just shave one side of your head. It would be so scary. And then braid parts of it. As a Cowboys fan who hates the 49ers, even I would have to be like, all right, that's pretty hard. Like, <laughs> that's pretty hard. That's pretty it's pretty gangsta G. But, yeah, we talked about it. Super Bowl 58 was yesterday, a time of recording. If For you guys, what was it? Wednesday? Tuesday? Monday? So it was two days ago. Three days. Three days ago. <laughs> for those who are listening on Wednesday, for those listening... Uh, final score was the Kansas City Chiefs do indeed complete the back-to-back 25-22 the San Fran- over the San Francisco 49ers. It was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. It was very impressive. Dude, Usher roller skating was by far the coolest thing. <laughs> he said Usher roller skating. Did you catch the halftime show? A little bit of it, yeah. I'm going to come in with a real hot, hot take here. I... I've watched maybe two halftime shows in a decade because I just do not care. They're lame. I use the halftime show for a bathroom break and to get food. Yeah. I, I always have. I just, here's the thing. I understand people People are going to get mad at me for this. I'm watching the Super Bowl for the football game. I, I could really care less about the rock concert at halftime. If I want to go, if I want to see an Usher concert, I'll go to an Usher concert. Thanks. That being said, not going to an Usher concert anytime soon. Usher, you need to stop touching other Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, that man has a real bad habit of touching other people's women. And Sam was like, there's an Usher concert in Chicago. I'm just like, dude, if he looks your way, I'm rushing the stage. I'm throwing something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm bringing Mace with me. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> use the classic, the mask line. Let's see if you can finish this, the rest of this concert with one freaking eye. <laughs> Let's see if you can skate again. Yeah. <laughs> Bud. That was rowdy. And of course, Alicia Keys' husband came out and was like, no, I saw good. He has to say that. What is that man supposed to say? What is he supposed to get out and do? I don't know, dude. It is Swiss Beats. It is Swiss Beats. That's true. Swiss yes. Beats could probably 
give them hands if you wanted to. That or ruin Asher's career. That's true. So. He could be like, no more beats for you. Yeah. <laughs> no more beats for you, big dog. You know what? I would make that public statement too, but I guarantee you, I don't care what anyone says, there was a private text message sent. Like, hey, dog, maybe chill out. Maybe t- maybe chill out a little bit. You know Gosh, what I mean? bro. That's insane. That's that. That's what I would assume happened. It's publicly he was like, "No, nah, it's all Stop. good." Yeah. Stop. <laughs> publicly he was like, "No, nah, it's all good." And then privately he sent him a message like, "Hey, dog, maybe, maybe relax." <laughs> like, what happened six months ago with Kiki Palmer, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, so you know the meme of Shannon Sharp where he's like. I was like, Kiki Palmer's ex is somewhere just pointing at the TV like the fucking Leonardo meme. Like, hey, I hey. told y'all. You see, I wasn't see, making this shit up. You see, you see, it wasn't just me being insecure. <laughs> Nobody can leave this girl around, leave their girl around this man. No. But it was, a, from all accounts, it was a very great halftime show. It was an awesome football game. The first half was wild because the 49ers were kicking the shit out of the Chiefs. Hmm. They really were. Nick Bosa had like two sacks. I think Chase Young had a sack. Uh, the Chiefs couldn't move the ball at all. But they only uh, were up by seven because the Chiefs defense was also playing real good. They got Christian McCaffrey to fumble, which like never happens. Hmm. I was shook. I couldn't believe he fumbled the ball because that white dude never fumbles the fucking ball. What is... Uh, <laughs> what does Shane Gillis say? Uh, oh... White man got the ball. There he goes. Ah, they got him. <laughs> That's how it goes. White man got the ball. Ah, oh, they got him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 25-22 in overtime. One of the best games ever. Obviously, the big story coming out of the Super Bowl is uh, Patrick Mahomes is him. Yeah. Like, he really is. Dude, I said this to Sam the other day. His tight end. There is a player on Patrick's, the same team as Patrick, that... He is dating Taylor Swift. He's one of the prettiest people I've ever seen in real life. He has the number one podcast on earth. And that guy is still somehow not the main character of this story. <laughs> I've I've never seen anything like it. Because it was just like when he got the ball and they were down by three in overtime. You just you knew. You felt it. You were like, as soon as he got the ball, you were just like, you knew deep down what was getting ready to happen. <laughs> like everyone deep in their soul knew when number fifteen walked out there, and that you knew all he has to do is score a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. You were just like, I, I, just, I got a bad feeling that I know what's about to happen here. It's gonna happen. Yeah, he just walked it right down too. He just said, "I right, check this shit out." Like, dude, I love how the commentators, like, were just like, now, for those of you at home was wondering why Andy's not, or the Chiefs are not taking a timeout right now with, like, 23 seconds left, and then yeah. sidearm fucking Patty Mahomes. <laughs> wow, dude, just... They're like, why are they... I was wondering openly at home, I was like, why are they not taking a timeout right now? And then he just said, boop, and I was like, oh, that's why. They said, get these. They said, get some. It was wild, dude, to just because he played so poorly in the first half. And then the second half, he throws a real bad interception. And I mean, a bad one. 
he overthrew Kelsey by a whole lot, by like a whole foot, and threw it right to the 49ers. And that was the only time I was like, ooh, this might be over. Like, if they score here, it's probably done. And then from that point on, he was just perfect. Like, it felt like any, no matter what they did, he had an answer for it. Yeah. The dude is different. He's Pat different. Mahomes. They're going for three beat next year. Oof. That's what they all say. That they're all Patty Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, all of them are saying, you know, we're going to be back. And here's what I'm going to say. I want to stand 10 toes down on this opinion. If we're back this time next year and they win again and they three-peat, Patrick Mahomes is the, the greatest ever. <laughs> you, I know what you all will say. Oh, Tom's got – I don't care. Don't care. <clears throat> Could care less. If he wins three in a row, stop it. That's ridiculous. It's never happened before. Nobody's ever three-peated in the NFL. So it would just be – it would feel unfair – it feels unfair anyway because they were bad all season. Like the Chiefs weren't great all year, and then it was just like as soon as the playoffs started, they were just like, "Well, time to get serious." <laughs> it was done. Time to put the work clothes on. Yeah, they beat the Dolphins at home, and then they go to Buffalo and beat Buffalo, and then they go to Baltimore and beat Baltimore, and then they beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, and it's just like, who? How are you ever going to beat these guys? How do you beat this team? What do you do? What do you do? Everybody's a Chiefs fan now. I don't even know that everybody's a Chiefs fan. Everybody hates the Chiefs because they keep winning. Everybody's just like... But also, it's it's like the new age Patriots. What do you do? How is the tattoo feeling? Is it hurting? Are you, uh, itchy, are you itchy? Motherfucker. Yeah, I bet. Sure, everybody is seeing me wear my Dallas Cowboys jersey. It's because I was playing on the downfall of my Too enemies. Rush. I was playing on the downfall of my enemies. Because <laughs> I'm a petty bitch. Yeah. I am a petty bitch. I'll admit that. Mm. Listen, I don't have a lot to root for from my team, so my pleasure is derided from watching the other teams that I don't like fail as well. I I saw somebody say the other today, though, because the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl since 1995. They called the Niners. They said the Niners are just the luxury brand Cowboys. And I have... That is such a fire take. I laughed hysterically. I mean, I can't say much. The luxury brand Cowboys? That's beautiful. Like, if the Reds did something like this, that'd be great. Just get to the World Series. Yeah, like, they just do shit all season. And then somehow in the playoffs. That happens a lot in baseball. Just start whipping ass. That happens more often in baseball than I feel like it does football. <clears throat> I'd probably be like you. I'd just probably be happy we made it to the World Series. Yeah, that'd be nice. Even if you got mopped, you got fucking swept, you'd just be like, well, we were there. It doesn't matter. We played the Dodgers and <laughs> just get smacked. Just get absolutely mollywopped. <laughs> You're just like, well, it we made it. It happens. <laughs> Take it where you can get it. Yeah, but a lot of people think the 49ers will be back next year. A lot of people are predicting a Super Bowl rematch next season, which is curious. Do you like their quarterback, Brock Purdy? Uh, I like his story. Yeah. He was the last pick in the draft, like the literal last pick. Now he was playing in the Super Bowl. Not a great game, though. I think I have the statistics pulled up here. He was 28 of thir- 23 of 38, 255, and a touchdown. It's high numbers, I guess. Yeah, decent, nothing terrible. Christian McCaffrey had 22 carries for 80 yards, and he also had eight receptions for 80 yards. 
cook it. But other than that, everybody else is pretty much dull. Uh, your Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes, had 333 yards passing. Oh. <laughs> Two touchdowns and an interception. He also was the team's leading rusher with 66 yards on nine attempts. Wow. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was the leading receiver with nine receptions for 93 yards, which is nuts because he going into halftime, he had one reception for a yard. That's cooking. Taylor's boyfriend was cooking in the second half. I mean, cooking. You gotta put me in the game, coach! Dude, that was the wildest shit I've ever seen somebody do. I was not prepared for him to get so aggressive with Andy Reid. He grabbed my man's arm. He made him move a little bit. I think he just caught Andy off guard. He just wasn't expecting it. Andy was like, holy shit. <laughs> he said, whoa, dog! I f- Dude, I wonder if it's one of those things, like, when you go to grab him... You don't expect him to almost like to almost knock him down. Like you don't even know your own strength, kind of thing. And then after he grabbed him, he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm not, like, my bad, dog." I was just trying to get your attention. Yeah, you you see a you see a hefty man, but he's actually like a plastic bag. Yeah, so, yeah, that is like Andy almost blew into the wind yeah. when Travis bumped into him, bro. Dude, it looked like it looked like Andy was going down for a second. <laughs> And if Travis had knocked Andy down, that would dude, that would have been on the front page of every newspaper. Ever. Oh, bro, Stephen A. would have been on his ass, <laughs> on his ass, dude. It was. People are still mad about that. Have you seen the commentary no, I online? Not, I have not seen the comments, dude. People are rowdy about that. There were people last night that saying he should have been benched for the rest of the game. Which, first off, these are professionals; they get paid millions of dollars. If Andy Reid had benched Travis Kelsey at halftime of the Super Bowl, he would have been fired immediately. Yeah. That's not how this works in the pros. No. Only one person did that. His name is Bill Belichick. And guess what? They lost that Super Bowl, guys. He benched uh, his best corner for the whole game, and the Eagles cooked his defense with a backup quarterback, Big Dick Nick. Oof. So nobody's ever doing that again. Nobody's ever benching players again. But that was rowdy. I just wasn't expecting it. I was just like, dude, it was the yelling for me. My man was yelling right in at fucking Andy's face. And I was like, Travis, chill. He was red. He was redder than his jersey. He was pissed. Man really said, my girlfriend's up in the stands, brother. Give me the fucking ball. <laughs> Which, I mean, I feel that. When your old lady's up in the stands, you're trying to ball out. You're trying to make something happen. I got one reception and one yard. Put me in. The yeah, game. Give, me, give me the ball, coach. <laughs> I'm trying to get some booty tonight. <laughs> and I ain't getting it with one reception and one yard. No. Well, he went on to get eight more receptions and added 92 yards to that total. You. Yeah. And I would assume Killer Tribe did get him some booty. Uh, a lot of NFL fans, though, the reaction to this has been killing me. A lot of NFL fans think the NFL's rigged. Yeah, it is. It's not. It is. How is it rigged, Cameron? How? How? Bro, money. I'm not like, disagreeing that, it, that people bet on it. I'm just saying that it's not rigged. Referees just suck. Nah, it's rigged. No, they suck. I'm telling you. It's called this play. Let this play go. It's all in the earpiece, bro. It's all in the earpiece, dog. I think it's like the NBA, like back in the day. Like when they caught all those NBA refs fucking... Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, they caught NBA referees uh, 
with I can't remember if they were gambling or what it was. They pinned it all on one, but it obviously wasn't just one guy. Yeah, no. Nah. But the his name is something Donahue. He got he got pinned for all of it, but he got in trouble because and I remember because I'm a, as a Lakers fan, it was against us. It was the lay when the Shaq and Kobe Lakers were playing Chris Webber and the Kings, and the foul discrepancy was like ridiculous. It was like a hundred fouls on the Kings throughout the series to like forty for the Lakers. It was fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. So and like they ended up catching him. He was gambling on games, and so he was like calling fouls on players to try to get them fouling out and all kinds of wild shit. So it's actually not, you know, completely unheard of. I just don't think. It's rigged. I just don't think it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. rigged. But as a Dallas fan, even if it is rigged, I'm glad it was rigged against San Francisco. (laughs) Because I fucking hate that team. Them and the Eagles are my two least favorite teams in the league. And as a petty bastard, I will always root on the downfall of my enemies. I would expect nothing less, by the way, from Eagles and 49ers fans. The Cowboys ever got to the Super Bowl? Don't don't cheer for us, dude. I think I pray on our downfall. Think I know why they're called the 49ers, bro. Why? Because they can't give that one percent more <laughs> to get to fifty. <laughs> if you just gave half effort, you bastards, <laughs> you would be Super Bowl champions right now. But now you just want to put forty nine percent of the effort in. Look, came up short. Came up short once again. <laughs> once again, you suck. Oh, no, we suck again. Really is how it felt. Oh. Taylor Swift was there. Of course. And her... And listen, With I like... Spice. I don't... She was there with Ice Spice and Blake Lively. Yeah. Crazy. Uh... Which feels wild to me that there are just celebrities now of that caliber just attending NFL games. Half of them probably don't even know what's going on. No. My favorite is when they, uh, the, what was it? They scored the go-ahead touchdown when they fumbled on the punt, when Pat immediately threw it to the receiver and they scored. Taylor and Blake are losing their shit, and you could tell Ice Spice is also losing her shit, but she's clearly confused and doesn't understand why everybody's having such a good time. She's just happy to be there and is just like, woo! <laughs> she has no idea what's happening, but she's just like, cool. I actually like Taylor Swift. I think she's been a good addition to the NFL family. However, I am starting to get annoyed with her fans. Because these women who are Swifties have clearly never interacted with professional sports or any kind of competitive sport in their life. Because the amount of videos I've seen on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, talking about Travis's post-game speech where he's saying, Viva Las Vegas... And all these women saying that it gave them and Taylor the ick. And I'm just like, he just won a fucking Super Bowl. He could get up there and get his dick out as far as I'm concerned. And I wouldn't have a problem with it. Like, it just shows some of these people, like some of you Swifties, you need to go out and just touch grass for a second and interact more with the real world. Because there's nothing wrong with what that man did at all. And if you got the ick from it, I hate to tell you, you are the problem, not him. How do you How do you even know what Taylor felt? Like that? They all, because of the look on her face, they all just assume like, oh, she's grossed out. I'm like, well, she was sticking her tongue awful far down his mouth to be grossed out. <laughs> she seemed pretty fine with it. 
I just think these. I again, I think this is a again, it is a moment in time where oh I, my God, we as NFL girl. fans have to educate these girls and be like, listen, you don't understand. This is what they. This is how football works. Like they just, you know, he just won essentially his. I'll explain it in terms that Swifties can understand. He just won his version of a Grammy. Yeah. Except you know he has to dedicate his life and get landed on by 300 pound men to try to win it instead of sing songs and write music which is also hard i'm not saying that it's just not as physically demanding on you as giant dudes trying to rip your fucking head off let's just say taylor swift doesn't have to worry about a knee replacement yeah taylor swift will never have to worry about cte (laughs) (laughs) it'll never be something she has to concern herself with throat cancer lung cancer maybe yeah <laughs> you're never gonna go to the grocery store and walk in and be like why am i here again <laughs> hmm. so but also that brings me to like that whole trend that whole the ick thing i think that's one of the most toxic things that's ever come out of the internet because at this point it is just women picking on men for basic things that they yeah. do <laughs> yeah and it's like bro how can I nitpick at your flaws? It's exactly what it is. Like, it's exactly um, what it is. And it's not even flaws at this point. It's just things that people do in their everyday life. Yeah. Like, one of the ones I saw was, like, the way my boyfriend holds his nose when he goes underwater. I'm like, he probably doesn't even know he does that. It says he does it subconsciously to not drown. <laughs> oh, bro. Dude, it kills me. And I'm just like, this is... This is the first time ever since she got involved with football that I was like, all right, I kind of understand why people don't like this. <laughs> like, I see why people are starting to get annoyed because these people are annoying. I'm just yeah. like, listen, just let the man let the man have his time. It's, it's his time in the sun. It doesn't always have to all be about Taylor and how she feels. This is his moment. I get that y'all are new to this and you were here to see Taylor. The majority of us there are there to see who wins that football game and gets to hold up that big silver trophy. Yeah. The one that Andy Reid stepped off the plane with Air Force One. Dude, that's <laughs> the latest video. So Cameron showed me before we got out, before we came on air this video of them getting back with the Lombardi. Andy is in what, a Nike jumpsuit. Almost. Yeah. Like your I'm... basic like your basic football coach outfit. Yeah, and then he's got pure white air forces yeah air force ones just living his best life and you know you know those had to come from travis you know travis like let me hook you up coach big red (laughs) let me hook you up and he did (laughs) i can only imagine how (laughs) funny it's how fun it is to play for that guy i bet it's it's a blast i bet he's the best (laughs) He comes out on his Air Force Ones with his fucking Lombardi trophy. He's probably fucking crip walking in the fucking <laughs> plane. Hit him with the gritty coach. Also, I just want to go ahead and fire off a stray bullet here at another one of another one of my enemies because I like to prey on the downfall of my enemies, which is Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna fire off a stray here because he spent all season calling Travis Kelsey Mister Pfizer. Well, Aaron, Mr. Pfizer just won his third Super Bowl ring. You know what you did all season? Played one play, and then you spent the rest of time sitting on Pat McAfee's couch talking shit. Mom's trying to sneak in here. 
It's all good. You can just say you can say hi to the people if you want. Hi, people. I didn't. I, I understood what pumped up kicks. Oh yeah! Before the show started, uh, Cameron's wonderful mother found out what the song "Pumped Up Kicks" was actually about because late she just she listened to the you know the whimsical lyrics. No, well, not even the lyrics. The lyrics are definitely not whimsical. It's the the beat and like the you know what I mean. She found out that the lyrics are definitely indicating a school shooting. I, I knew that from the beginning. Yeah, I think we all did. She yeah. was kind of shook that we were, you know, as kids just bumping away. Yeah. The first thought that came to my mind is like, you better run fast. Yeah, run, bro. What a... Turn down a hallway. Find a corner. Whoop. <laughs> I knew where all the exes in the school were. I wasn't stupid. We are going to hell. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, though, to the Kansas City Chiefs on becoming Super Bowl champions once again. Yeah, Patty Mahomes. I mean, he's he's for so a- our next topic: school shootings. <laughs> Honestly, we could do it. There's enough of them. Uh, actually, our next topic is going back to Vince McMahon. Oh God, because <laughs> now- dude, his grandson went D one in football. He did. He's going to North Carolina. We should we should talk about that. <laughs> we should talk about that instead. We should not talk about Vince at all. We, we can't. We have to go to Vince. But yeah, that did true. What is his name? Declan. I don't know, but I Let's did see out. that. I was like, good for him, bro. Too I bet. bad your grandpa is gone. Your- yeah, I bet he's. I bet he's. <laughs> I bet he's getting a lot of unfun questions his first day on campus. Hey, dog. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Do you think the head coach probably said something to him? He's probably like, yeah, he probably was like, lay low for a little while, my man. <laughs> Just. I wouldn't go to any parties uh, for I, a while. Yeah, I wouldn't Wouldn't head to any uh, frat mixers for a little while. I'd just hang out. I'd just get my books and I'd go to class and then I'd come practice and I'd go home. <laughs> I just wouldn't wouldn't engage for a minute. Might want to let that go, my, my brother. That's I think he's rough. a res- Receiver. That's rough, dude. Imagine, dude, your grandpa, who is one of the most known men on earth. Oh no, Declan plays for IU. There's one that just committed to Notre Dame. I feel like though, Declan McMahon or North Carolina, not Notre Dame. I'm stupid. Yeah, it's North Carolina Tar Heels. Titles, baby. We already got one plane for IU. Kenyon. What a name. <clears throat> Kenyon McMahon, the middle son of Shane, announced during the week that he's committed to play at North Carolina. He's, yep, a wide receiver and safety at Poly Prep County Day School in Brooklyn. Cool. Cool. Oh, he's committed to them as a defensive back, though. He's going to play safety. A white DB. Rare. Rare. There actually is a, I think there's a white corner from Iowa that is, uh, being projected as a first round pick right now. I'm like, dude, if we get a white corner in the NFL. Hey, bro. It might be coming back. <laughs> it might be, might be coming back. Once once uh, extinct. No, they're not. Not anymore. Rise from the Phoenix. They're rising from the ashes. We're getting white, more white running backs. More white. They're getting a white corner. I do not. That's how white man runs a football. Dude, what a line. What a line in a movie, bro. Steve, your line was... 
Steve, you're lying. That's how a white man runs a football. That works. That'll do. Dude, he's so good in that movie. <laughs> like it's it, it he's so, I hate to say it because he's one of my favorite pro wrestlers ever, but he's such a believable racist. Fat. Like you just look at Stone Cold and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> you state trooper to the max, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you put a brim hat on Stone Cold, it's over. No, over, dude. If if a if I saw Stone Cold walk up to me on a traffic stop, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to jail. <laughs> Dude, if, if I did... To, oh, dude. <laughs> fuck. Fuck, fuck. Fuck jail. You better just hope you ain't gonna end up pinned up on, a pin on the ground. You better hope you're not gonna end up with a five o'clock news. You see somebody looks like Stone Cold pull you over. You might want to debate just driving off. License registration inward. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> About to beat my shit. Please, sir. Please. I loved you on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Yeah, dude. I, the dude when I see stuff like that, it always makes me think of the God. Who's the comedian? But he, he. I want to say it's Hannibal Burris. He makes the joke about we need to be more appreciative of white actors who are willing to be play racists in movies. And the one he always points at is I, mean, like I get it. Leonardo DiCaprio and Django. He's like that man had to sit. <laughs> had to stand in a room with Jamie Foxx and Samuel L. Jackson and call them both the N-word <laughs> to their face. That's rough. That's bad times. That's rough. You'd be nervous, dude. I would. I don't know if I could do it. I would say I could do it, and then I'd get in the room with them, and I'd get sweaty-palmed immediately. I'd be like, I, I changed my mind. I don't want to do this anymore. Samuel L. Jackson is staring at me, and it makes me real nervous. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson has a story about that. He said Leonardo would apologize before every take, and apparently Samuel L. Jackson had to like give him confidence and be like, "Say that shit, <laughs> say that shit, bitch, say that shit, say it with your chest, little nigga, say it with your chest." <laughs> and he did. Apparently, that was all the motivation he needed because you know what, Leonardo DiCaprio is a killed that is a fucking villain in that movie. Killed it, killed it. It was beautiful. He's probably, he was probably doing such a good job acting that even Jamie Foxx was like, Now you came here for a prize, nigga. And it just so happens to be that this woman here is the prize, nigga. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to watch Django again, bro. It was, God, I've so seen, good. I've dude. seen that movie so many times. It's so good. It's so much fun to watch every time. Every time you see it, every time you watch Django, it's just, it gets better. It does. I've seen it. Oh, God, I can't even count how many times I've seen it. Dude, I can't even. Low key, Django might be my favorite movie. At least top five. It's in the top ten for easy. sure. Top five, for easy. Sure. I'm saying it might be my favorite movie. Like it, I, it's one of those movies that I'm just like when I really think about it, I'm like, God, I've seen this movie so much, and I'll always watch it. Like if it's on, I will sit down and watch it. Like, bro, you remember my Red Dead character? Oh, I know. Dog immediately dressed up like Django. That's exactly. Dude, we both did. I was like, Oh, you got to be Django. <laughs> like, Django. Django. This shit's great. Yeah, Kenyon McMahon committed. His oh, yeah, Vince. Oh, his God. grandfather, however, <laughs> however, has some more bad stories coming out. So we talked about the Janelle Grant thing, which we did catch a little heat because you know we did kind of we, we we were laughing hysterically at 
a sexual assault case. But to be fair to us, the details are fucking ridiculous. It is insane. It is the most over-the-top thing I've ever I'm sorry. If you lay a fucking steaming (laughs) dog on my back, dude, there's no way. I don't want to laugh, but God, I mean, how else can you react almost to, like, reading... That he used sex toys that he named after professional wrestlers. Like, <sighs> how else did you all think we were, we would react to something like that? This is a little less humorous. So I call this one the Walls of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you get ready to go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> it was re- it's such a ridiculous story, but also terrifying. Very. It's very. <laughs> Chris Benoit just patiently waiting for Vince in hell right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. She's about to whisper something real wild. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> how are you going to give me something and take it back? You're such a I know. <laughs> uh... I'm not an Indian giver. An Indian giver. <laughs> uh, but the they, there are more victims, according to the lawyer who filed the original lawsuit, like coming to her with stories, which we predicted last week. And then, do you remember, what was your era of watching pro wrestling? Uh, the mid-2000s. So do you for sure remember Ashley, the diva? The female wrestler. I'll find a picture of her. Yeah, if you pull up a picture, I could probably tell you if I remember or not. I probably do. Like, I remember Holly Holly. Molly Holly? Is it Molly Holly or Holly Holly? This lady. Yeah. Yeah. So, she always... There was always a story that went around from around, like, 2007, I want to say... They used to do tribute to the troop show back when we were in, you know, the Middle East and Afghanistan. They'd go over there and wrestle. Well, she had a story that two soldiers, you know, raped her. Yeah, that's foul. So that story was it was always a rumor because it was never confirmed by anybody in the company, obviously. And she, I want to say, went to Vince and like management about it and then ended up retracting the story and like writing an apology letter so people just kind of assumed like alright well that's that we'll never know what really happened well I think she died I don't know if she I don't know like, this was a couple of years ago I don't know if she you know committed suicide I can't remember if she committed suicide or if she like if something else happened like if it was like a medical issue <clears throat> and the former doctor from the WWE just like confirmed that like no, that definitely happened. Like, she came to me after it happened, and I did, like, a, a physical exam on her. And there were clear signs of sexual assault. And not only that, they confirmed that she went to John Laurinaitis, who is the guy, that the other guy involved in this whole thing. That, you know, the, the, the fellow participant in the poop story. Uh, that guy, he, it's claimed that he knew... And that he just kind of ignored it and was just kind of like, yeah, we're aware. We're just trying to shuffle this under the under the thing. Shit, I don't understand why everybody acts like we're in the middle of three million people. They'd be shuffling around. I don't know. I'm like, you can just pop in and get stuff out of the fridge. It's really cool. 
but yeah, she, I guess all that happened. And then that guy in the last couple of weeks and like the last week has completely flipped on Vince and claimed to be a victim and substantiated a lot of the original claim, like, you know, the poop story and the dildos and all that stuff. They're getting locked in an office. So, and this is the big part because <clears throat> it looked like Vince going to jail because now the federal government's getting involved. Oh, so they raided his house last year when all this originally came out. Yeah. Uh, they seized his phone. They seized other documents, like documentation of the NDAs. And now they're reportedly mulling over bringing federal sex trafficking charges. Oof. So, while his grandson is going to North Carolina, Vince might be going to jail. <clears throat> like, full-on jail. There's a decent chance Vince McMahon <clears throat> is about to get Harvey Weinstein. It's the circle of life. And then the last thing I have for you this week, Cameron, is someone mistook me for a celebrity at work. Really? Yeah. So I was selling, I sold this lady a six pack of Michelob Ultras. Bradley Cooper. Thank you. That's the, no, it's not Bradley Cooper, oh. but I've, ne- I've never felt so flattered in my life. That was, that was a real confidence boost for me. Thank you. Mm. No, she stood by the beer and just stared at me. And I mean, stared hard for like a minute and a half. And then finally she like walked up and was like, are you the kid from the Goonies? <laughs> but she's talking about Sean Aston, who's Mikey in the Goonies. And then he's Rudy as well, which I actually get that a lot. That's what I told her. I was like, I'm not, but I get that a lot because we look shockingly alike. We do. I, my nickname in high school was either Special K to people my age. Like, are great people. And then the older kids called me Rudy. Hmm. I think I even sent... I have two pictures. Like, two side-to-side pictures of us. I'll post them on the social media pages. He gets murdered in season two of the Stranger Things. Yeah, he gets murked. <laughs> Bad. I hope I age a little bit better than Sean did. <clears throat> Sean got fat. He did. Yeah, fat fast too. But I mean that's fair. There you go. There's there's your boy in high school, her Sean Aston. So I mean it's pretty similar. It, there's a there's a resemblance. <clears throat> I just think it's hilarious. Are you the kid from the Goonies? <laughs> Are you the kid from the Goonies? And I was like, first off, why would I be working at a liquor store in Scottsburg, Indiana? If I was the kid from the Goonies. I mean, it makes sense. No, that I would. Movie, that movie came out in like 80 something. I would just be on the beach right now collecting royalty checks. True. <laughs> Me and you would have a full on studio. We'd be living large, Cameron, if I was the kid from the Goonies. <laughs> that thing you sent me about about making it and taking care of your homies, I'd already be taking care of my homies right now today. <laughs> yeah. Sam was pretty happy about it, though, because Mikey from the Goonies is one of her longtime childhood crushes. <laughs> she was. She was like, I was in love with him, inhaler and all. And I was like, well, that's good, because we have a striking resemblance, so at least part of you is living out your fucking childhood fantasy. I was like, I've never had an inhaler, though. I've never needed an inhaler. I have ADHD medicine, if that, <laughs> that's, if that helps. That's comparable in any way. Anything you want to talk about, Cameron? Is there any is there any topics that you have thought about over this last week since we have 
been away from each other that you would like to discuss? Women are mean. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you because I don't think you're wrong. I just think it was it was a funny way to start the topic. Yeah, dude, just share, share, subscribe and share so I don't have to work a nine to five anymore. I feel like we say this every week. <laughs> Please share the podcast. Please. We're both I feel like we're both done working nine to fives. I feel like we're both just ready. Tired of working for the man. <laughs> nah uh. In the words of Franklin Satan, tired of kissing up to the white man. <laughs> Watch Snowfall, it's such a banger. You know I've been playing Minecraft. Really? Gave up <clears throat> competitive gaming. You're just done with done with it? Dude, I can't do it. I, I can't s- get my I say that. You know what I do 99% of the time at home? I also just play an older version of Madden. I, nah, dude. I've been playing some, like, well, Valhalla for one. That's yeah. I'm just going to play RPG games. It's, I mean, it's good living. <laughs> you don't ever have to worry about being upset. No one yells at you. There's a part of me that wants to get back into competitive gaming. Because I'm like, God, we we used to be so good. Like, we used to... Back in the day, back when we were like 24, like four years ago, just four years ago, when we were like 24, 23, we would have nights where we would be up to like four or five in the morning, absolutely murdering people on Modern Warfare. Not, <clears throat> not anymore. Dropping 35 kills, like fucking lobby. Both not of anymore. us. Carrying Ooh, teams. Oh, shit. Dude, and I and was on the yeah. keyboard when that shit came out. Dude, and now I feel like if we jumped into a lobby, we would get... Don't even get me started. We would get destroyed. Don't even get me started. It just makes me so sad because I'm just like we used to be. We used to be kings. <laughs> Not anymore, dude. We used I'm to be warriors. Trash, trash of video games now. Even RPG games are hard now. Like I tried. I was playing Mass Effect the other day. I was the getting hollas so big. Gosh damn! Quit making big games. Remember when games used to be simple? Took you like a month to beat. Shit. Took you like a week, maybe. That was pushing it. You did a week, you were like, damn, this is taking forever. I have almost 200 hours on Hogwarts Legacy. Still not done. Oh, dude, same. Still not done. That game is ridiculous, though. I'm only like level 31, and they're like, oh, you have to be level 34 to go to the House Cup. And I'm just like, I have literally saved the wizarding world. And you're telling me I can't finish this fucking game? I've just I had all the side quests. It's too much. It's a lot of. It's too much. A lot. Stop putting shit in here that I don't want to do. I feel the same way about Mass Effect though. Like there's a lot. There's so much to do in Mass Effect. Like I, I haven't played that in so long, and I'm gonna have to start over. I feel like, and I'm so angry because I've finished the first game like four times in the last three years, and I never start the second game again. And now that I'm sober, I'm like I need things to do. So I'll get back into Mass Effect. And I'm just like, fuck, there's so much to do in those games. Even the first game, there's so much to do. There's just too much to do. Every time I run into people, they're just like, Commander Shepard, I'm like, fuck off! Can't be distracted by cheap sex potions. Get the fuck away from me. (laughs) There's a war in my brain. Yeah, there's a war in my brain. I am trying to get things done. I'm trying to get in and get out. It's ridiculous. Well, you want to move on to group therapy? 
I guess. I have a Super Bowl themed one to start off with. Uh, me, male 25, and my partner, female 25, got into an argument over the Super Bowl, and now I don't know how to resolve it. So, this is my first time posting on here. First time I have felt the need to in five years since I've been dating my partner. So, they met before they were able to legally drink. This weekend was the Super Bowl, which was yesterday. Yeah, when I'm posting this, which is yesterday for us too, big dog. Uh, however, I was invited by a few college friends to watch the Super Bowl in their downtown apartment. I live about an hour outside of town, but my team, the San Francisco 49ers, first off, fuck you, but, uh, were playing, so I decided to make the travel for it. I have been a lifelong fan. I went to games at Candlestick as a kid, grew up going to games every year. I mean, respect. I've been to, I think, four or five Dallas Cowboy games. They've lost all of them that I've attended. Not only lost, two out of the five of them, they got fucking mollywopped. I think the one of them was 36 to 10. The other one was 44 to 6. Do you know how demoralizing it is to go watch your team play a football game where they don't even score a fucking touchdown? But... During the planning phase of this party, my girlfriend asked if she could come along, which I replied, of course, I'd love for you to come with me, which is dangerous, always dangerous. You got you to gotta feel out the lady first. That's what I would say. But after five years, you should have known. You got to feel out the lady. Is, is she into sports or is this going to be a bad time? Because before Sam got into football this year and now she's a full on raging lunatic watching it. She screams and yells just as much as I do. But before then, I would have never watched a Dallas Cowboys game with her because she would have seen a side of me that she had never seen before, which was me losing my fucking mind at points. So you got to discover first things first if that's cool. Like, are you going to be cool when I go absolutely apeshit when my team inevitably fucks this up? So she even said multiple times that if I don't want her to go, she's fine staying and stuff like that but i truly wanted her to come and see my friends and watch the game with us on super bowl sunday i tell my partner that i want to leave at latest four so we can make so we can mingle and eat some food before the game she took longer to get ready we end up leaving our apartment right at 4 20 which is fine i tried to not showing my emotions but we hit traffic and it made us late we arrived at the party just as the game is kicking off and there are way more people than i thought that were going to be there I figured like 10 to 15, and there were at least 30. Ooh. First off, if I arrive to a Super Bowl party and there are 30 people there, I am immediately turning around and leaving. There's, there's no way you'd be able to get me inside. Especially if my team was playing. If I'm watching my team play in the Super Bowl, and there's 30 people at your Super Bowl party, I'm not going to come in. Because I'm going to be like, at some point, I'm going to do something real out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I just know myself too well. I've watched football for too long. I'm going to do something fucking ridiculous. Dude, I used to get so mad, I would ball up socks. Because I would get worried I was going to break a TV. I would use socks to throw at the television. So I wouldn't fuck up one of my televisions. Because this scene would make me so mad. And I get the feeling that's where this story is going. Is this dude's getting ready to be like, because I know how this game ends. They lose in overtime in one of the most painful ways you could lose. Because putting myself in those shoes, if you watch a team go down like that, it fucking destroys you. 
yeah, Hayward or Nayward or whatever his name was, was open, open. Yeah, yeah I mean, walked into the end zone. Dude, he could have, I mean, he could have crawled into the end zone if he wanted to. He could have crip walked into the end zone. <laughs> My man was open, open. Mm. So I'm watching the game, and me and my part and my partner is mingling with some of the friends' girlfriends, which is fine. But it started to turn south after halftime. We are fully aware, my man. We seen, we seen. That man, he watched that Usher halftime show. Things were going good. His team's up by seven. I bet he was having a great time. Old ladies talking to the other ladies' girlfriends. And then I bet as soon as that punt, as soon as your team fumbled that punt, that's when that's when shit changed. That's when the script flipped. <laughs> Uh-oh. My partner asked if we could leave soon. She said multiple times, I can leave whenever, or I'm good to go when you are. Or when is this game going to end? I would understand this coming from someone who doesn't enjoy football or sports, but I specifically told her beforehand that I was going to be staying through the whole game because the team I supported was playing. Which, again... You should have felt this out long before you invited her to go to this. Because I I love Samantha, but like I said, through a few years ago, if the Cowboys had been in the Super Bowl, I would have been like, no, you stay here. I'm going to go watch this in the living room. You chill. <laughs> I don't need anyone with me. I would lo- I need to be by myself to observe this. Because if this starts to go poorly, I am not going to react positively. I'm going to have a very negative reaction. I feel like it's the same with you for the Reds. If the Reds were in the world, like a game seven of the World Series, and that starts to go wrong. Dude, there was this time, there was this particular story. I'm like 22, 23. We are playing the Cubs. We are up 2 0. I forgot what happened, but an error happened, and now it's tied. I'm two beers deep, and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) My uncle fucking leans into me and says, watch your damn mouth, there's kids. I replied back, I don't (laughs) give a fuck about them kids. Fuck them kids, bro. My team just caused an error that not only was a big error, but an error that caused them two runs. I am not happy right now. I am not in a good headspace. Tell me that there are kids here who gives a shit. Their parents brought them to the game. Not my problem. (laughs) I'm giving them a glimpse into their future. I'm showing them what the real pain of watching this sport is. Oh, dude, it's so rough being a Reds. Well, they, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but they, uh, you know Joey Votto, right? Yeah, Joey Votto. The first baseman, they let him go. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. And you're just like, why? <laughs> why must you continue to hurt me? Like, I get it. Like, I bet, like, you know, salary cap and all that other stuff. But it's like, you gave it what? You dropped our best player. <laughs> it's the only best first baseman we got. You're just like, <sighs> you just got to take deep breaths. So, after this is when the game started to turn the missed catch, the muff punt, the missed PAT. All types of bad plays for the 49ers. And I was getting upset. Not in a scream, cuss, and cry, whine way. Good for you. I'm, I'm fucking... I'm ready to put holes in walls. 
good for you for keeping your composure. But you're gonna live up to your cow name. Yeah, I really do. That's the only time. I'm so calm, cool, and collected for so much of my life. That's why I stopped watching Dallas for like a three year period where I'm just like, this is these are this is the only thing that gets me upset. My hand can't take it no more. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only thing that makes me mad. It's the only thing that gets me out of my comfort zone. He said he was just but in a big deep breath, hands on my hand hands on my hands on my head, knees, despair look. I was pissed. This led to my partner to start making comments like, who even cares? It's just a game and it doesn't matter. Which, by the way, is the worst thing you can say to a sports fan as they're watching their team fuck something up. Is It's just a game. Because for about 30 seconds, we're like an episode of Snapped plays in your head. You're like, if I just strangled you right now. <laughs> if I just choked you real quick. If I just put you in the you know, the fucking Roddy Piper sleeper <laughs> What happens? I was heated at this after one particular time of her saying no one even cares. I shot her a mean look. Ten minutes later, I realized I was being a bit much with the mean look back at her. No, no, you weren't. You weren't, dog. Nah, she's an idiot. And her, con- and her comment, and I apologize. I said I was wrong, and I'm sorry I shouldn't take this out on you. She replied with, you should be. And frowned the rest of the night with the 49ers lost. I was pretty upset. Uh, not being a crybaby about it, but obviously I was upset and disappointed. We collected our things, walked back out to the car. I tried to be more positive on the ride home. I thought it was behind us, but she brought up how rude I was and how embarrassing it was for her to be seen with someone so upset over a sports game. First off, <laughs> it's only embarrassing to the other women in the room. The, if the other people who are not sports fans, all of his college friends probably 100% understood what he was going through and was and were just like, it's, it's going to be okay, dog. It's <laughs> always next year. It's always next year. Uh, I was a bitch. That's what it sounds like. I was caught off guard, but then went in about how she was being mean to me all night with her comments. She replied that she didn't realize how sensitive I was. And that she gave up her night so that I could watch my silly game, yada, yada, yada. So we went back and forth like this for a while. She gave me a backhanded apology. like, I'm sorry, but you have to realize it's not that serious. After the hour drive, we got home and fought more. This morning, woke up and fought some more. I, I'm ultimately ready to be done with the fight. I've tried to make amends on multiple levels, but she's just not taking it. I don't know what to do. She said she wants me to return everything I got her for Valentine's Day and she, that she thinks differently of me now. But, what do I do from here? Dog, you need a bounce. Yep. Yeah. Fuck her. She's an idiot. Because it sounds to me like she has, she's blowing this way out of proportion. Yeah. You either need to bounce or you need to tell her to go have like a conversation with a normal person. With somebody who also watches sports and is just like, can tell her like, no, you're being a little bit much. Like, First off, if it was a regular season game, I would kind of get her point. This man just watched his team fumble the Super Bowl. Something you, again, this is a championship. This is something as a sports fan, you wait your whole life to see your team win. Some of us literally our whole lives. Like me and you. I would be happy if I seen the Reds win a A World Series? Series in my lifetime. Oh, yeah, dude. Obviously. And I, I don't know how I would react. I've seen a couple sports teams win championships. I watched the, the Hawks win three Stanley Cups. I'm going wild. 
I'm going nuts. Oh, dude. I've watched the Hawks win three Stanley Cups. I've watched the Lakers win five NBA championships. But the Lakers, is I just kind of expect it. I'm just kind of like, I mean, we're the Lakers. I'll probably be in Cincinnati. <laughs> I was about to say, if the Dallas Cowboys got to a Super Bowl, if I had the money, if I ever, if they have the money at the time, I will fucking be there. I will be in the building. Yeah. And if they won, I would. I, there would be a decent chance I would try to get on the field. Uh, there would be a decent chance I'd be like, I can if I just act like I belong. I can get out there. <laughs> just look spaced out. <laughs> I may bring a pair of shoulder pads and a helmet with me, and I'll just walk out there and act like I'm a player. Just wear that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> what position are you? I'm the place. I'm the placeholder. I hold the I hold the ball for kicks. Try to get my hands on the Lombardi Trophy. What a story that would be. Oh, dude. Me and you just we just fucking crowd it. We just go out there and just act like we belong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snag the trophy. See, I could be like I'm like I'm like a this I'm like a I'm a placeholder, and you could be like I'm like a seventh. I'm like the seventh string receiver. <laughs> I'm on the practice squad. <laughs> I'm on the practice squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, world champs, baby. <laughs> this, yeah, I think I think if after five years of dating, re- poorly reacting to one Super Bowl to a Super Bowl loss, this lady might be crazy, bro. I I want to know what she does, like as a fan of. Yeah, something. what do you do as a hobby? Like, what are you a fan of? So I can make fun of it. You watch reality TV? Yeah, Kim Kardashian is fake. <laughs> like her, her ass fake, titties fake. I'm gonna root. I'm gonna root against all of the people you like on this show. Yeah, facts. I hope bad things happen to all of your favorite. <laughs> I, hope all Kanye, your favorite I, I hope Kanye comes out on top. <laughs> I hope Kanye wins. I hope Kanye gets north. Oh, oh, am I saying too much? I hope Kanye gets custody. <laughs> dude, I swear. Scott Distick was right. Scott Distick was right. Dude, I don't care. I, that's not even a bad opinion. Honestly, I'm team Scott all the way. He was the best part of that fucking show. He really was. Scott was so much gold. <laughs> Scott's the best. Dude, one of my favorite clips of Scott, he he goes to work out with Chloe and Tristan when they're together. And he's like, he gets there like late for them. And it's like seven in the morning. And they're like, he's like, what time do you guys usually work out? And they're like six. He's like, what time do you get up? And she's like four. And he's like, time do you go to sleep? And he's like, nine. <laughs> they go. He's like, how do you go to sleep? And she's like, just go to sleep earlier. He's like, I can't. She's like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just laying up, thinking about life. <laughs> and I'm like, Scott's so real. Scott's the best part of this show. Dude, I just love how he, like... He's so mean to them. He <laughs> humbles so, them, bro. Because so they're mean. like, oh, we have money. And he's like... Yeah, but you're dumb. <laughs> so do I. He calls them out for being stupid so much. And it's so funny. Oh, that's not even a bad opinion. It's ten toes down. Scott's the best. You ready for the second one? It's a fucking doozy. I, 24 female, think my friends... My friend, 26 female, her brother, who's 31 male, stole my underwear. That's creepy. So I'm visiting my best friend who lives with her brother, 
Her brother is one of those guys who has long hair, long beard, poor hygiene, anger issues, and can't keep a job. You know, just kind of a terrifying person. Okay. I've been here for six days now, and will be here for another seven. I did a load of laundry yesterday, put my clothes into the dryer, and then my friend went to the zoo for the day. We returned home in the evening. I took out my clothes out of the dryer and dumped them into my suitcase. This morning when I go to shower, I get dressed. I couldn't find any of my underwear, even though I had just washed them the day before. So I picked apart my entire suitcase, went through all my clothes, and found a single pair of underwear amongst a week's worth of clothing that I had washed. I don't have any proof that her brother stole my underwear, but the kind of stuff that doesn't just vanish into the wash, I can't go. I can just go to Walmart and buy some more. It's not a huge deal in that regard. But if he did steal them, that's just really fucking creepy. I'm not exactly sure what to do. Is it worth telling my friend and having her potentially confront her explosive brother? Should I just confront him myself? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Or should I just keep my mouth shut and pretend like nothing happened? That option. Yeah. I would. You know what? Just buy more underwear to hang out for the next seven days and try to get the fuck up out of there, dude. Confronting anybody is dangerous because it sounds like the brother is not someone that the two of you can take. So maybe just let this slide, let him sniff your panties, and move on about your, your life. As much as I hate to say that, it's the safest option. I mean, I guess you could just, like, air it out. Just be like, have any of y'all seen my panties? My underwear? <laughs> just air out the whole house. Yeah, bro, just air it out, bro. <laughs> air this bitch out. <laughs> I'm gonna air this bitch out. Have any of you seen my underwear? Have anyone seen my underwear? Dude, that would... <sighs> I can't imagine. Somebody got answers. Somebody, somebody got answers. Somebody has to answer your questions. You can't just say out in public, has anybody seen my missing panties and nobody have an answer? That's not like a chapstick. No. <laughs> but you gotta make it doable. You gotta make it doable. Like, you, you, even though your laundry's done, make it look like you're doing laundry again. And then just be like, hey, has anyone seen my underwear? Because then people are going to have to have answers for your questions. Exactly. That, or if the underwear, after you say that, and everybody's like, oh, no. And then the underwear mysteriously reappears into your bag. You'll have the answer to your question. (laughs) That shit just magically returns. You'll know. What if it was her friend? What if it was her friend? Her friend the whole time. Is Dude, just... <laughs> she has like an obsession with her friend. That sounds like a movie. It's I would not... watch that movie. Like, obviously, you know, she thinks it's it's the brother. It's the weird the, older brother. The long hair, the not hygiene. The anger issues. The job, but it's actually the fucking sister. But it's actually the, the one you think is your friend. Who has a sick obsession with you. And she's just in her room right now. <laughs> That would be terrifying. What a movie that would make. And then finally, I, male 23, believe my best friend, male 25's wife has a full-on thing for me. I'm sorry. Hold on. If it's your homeboy or homegirl over a longer period of time than five years, you snitch. Yeah, you have to snitch. Snitch. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I'm sorry, is... Is the uh, Usher, is this you writing in? <laughs> are these your confessions? Yeah, these are my confessions. 
Uh, 90% sure my best friend's wife is attracted to me. I love my best friend. I also love his wife. I never used to like her. I even kind of hated her. But after a while, once I started to get to know her, we became really good friends. She is younger than me by four weeks. And because of that, I will jokingly say I'm her older brother. It makes more sense that I say this because I am dating said best friend's sister, who's 26, with the intent to marry her. So I will joke and say that one day I will be her older brother. So our entire relationship has been a weird sibling-ish type of thing. But lately, she's been really off when I hug him and her by from hanging out. She holds on a little longer, sometimes squeezing to not let me go or weirdly caressing my back. She'll ask if I made any good music playlist and take super interest in it. I mean, that's that's not uncommon. I, I, I hear you. I'm trying to be nice here, Cameron. No. <clears throat> Something's going on. She doesn't take any in, in interest in any... In, in, subjects towards her husband in the D&D game we all play together she talks to my character and interacts with my character way more than anyone else's and her own husband plays with us she'll also ask to borrow clothes and will sometimes wear them without at your clothes dog hold on no ma'am no ma'am you first off you cannot you cannot be you cannot be lending your friend's wife your clothing how would you feel I would stab you, Cameron. I would stab you (laughs) immediately. I don't know if I would stab you immediately. We're good enough friends that I love you so much. I'd probably be like, call you. I'd probably give you the the usher treatment. (laughs) Publicly, I'd be like, no, it's fine. Privately, I'd call you and be like, hey, dog. (laughs) The fuck you doing? I'd give you the usher treatment. I'd just be like, hey, chill out. (laughs) Chill out. What What kind of game you playing here, my man? And same thing goes with you. I'm sure if you saw a you know a girlfriend of yours wearing a hoodie that said Richie on the back of it, you would be like, like I said publicly, you'd probably be like, no, it's all good. Me and Kyle are comies. And then privately, you'd call me and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what kind of game are you playing, Kyle? I know you've seen Ozark. <laughs> Send you off of a fucking balcony. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy because I was just thinking about um oh what's that movie um with uh Matthew McConaughey uh and uh ooh, uh Colin Farrell and Charlie Cunningham. It's like um the gentleman. Oh yeah. Dude when Matthew Mc Put your hands on my wife Not the money the drugs, none of that. None of that he was pissed about. And they fucked up his distribution shit bad. Bad. It was the fact that somebody laid a hand on his wife. Somebody laid a hand on my old lady, and you got to fucking pay for that shit. He said, I want a pound of flesh. Don't care how I get it. Don't care where it comes from. Don't care from where on your body you extract it. What a hard scene, dude. What a hard scene. My man said, you will sit in that cooler until I get it. I had a homie here who's going to weigh it out and everything. And I was like, God. He said, if you're not if you're not man enough to do it yourself, he's pretty adept with a blade. And I was like, this is the fucking illest movie. <laughs> We're talking about the all right, all right, all right guy. Being cold as fuck. Scary. It's terrifying. 
Yeah, well, uh, whoever gave whoever gave Matthew McConaughey that earring, stop, stop it, dude. That's dude. The earring changed him for some reason, and I don't know why. Changed his personality. It did. Changed him as a person. He's a new man. Uh, anytime she visits my apartment, she'll specifically use my blankets, not the one my best friend left dude, when he no. used to live with me. And not because they're more convenient. Sometimes she will legit go into my room and take a blanket. Just today she came into my room and stole socks. Socks? My man. My no. man. No, ma'am. You better snitch. No, you gotta snitch. Don't get me started on the staring. She stares at me a lot, and I will often catch her staring at me. She's truly become one of my good friends. I don't want to tell my best friend if she's acting strange when it comes to me, because what if she denies it and it becomes a bigger problem? Am I just overworking and overthinking our relationship? What do I do? No. No. If you're gonna ride it out, you better you better take safe safe steps. I mean, my man, listen. I hate to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, if you're if if she's wearing your clothes publicly, no, you're not overstepping any bad. This is that's wild. That's like she's not even really hiding it, bro. What if he told? What if he tells his friend, and his friend responds like she's probably cold? All right, you don't have hoodies, dog. You don't have blankets of your own. The fuck you mean? Like, what if he did tell, and he, his homie's response is like she's probably cold? It would be different if she was using like public blankets. Like if you had, like me and Sam have blankets in the living room. Yeah. If you had an old lady and she came over and she used one of those blankets, that's one thing. Like, that's a public blanket in the living room for everybody's use. If she goes into me and Sam's bedroom and gets my Batman blanket specifically, I'm immediately going to pull you to the side and be like, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) This bitch is a psychopath, Cameron. You need to get as far away from her as possible. (laughs) My man, you got to say something. You got to tell your friend. You got to be like, hey... I think you have a problem. <laughs> so he can at least confront his old lady about it and be like, hey, dog. What are you doing? What are you doing? But what I'm telling you, bro, what if he responds differently? If he if he's just goes into straight denial mode? Yeah, he's like, I don't know what you can do. <laughs> I don't know what you can do. At that point, you just kind of have to avoid her. You just kind of have to get as far. You just got to get away from her. Like, we're trying to help you out with all avenues here. Yeah, and dog, I'm just I'm like, tr- bro, if you do have some shit, and he you goes, do tell your friend, and he's just like, dude, like. She's cold. She's probably just cold. Like, she's, you're just, she's a chilly lady. She gets cold easily. Yeah. You decide, at that point, you just got to accept it is what it is. You got to step back. You got to take a big step back from her. Hope you can. Start, start just scheduling hangouts with just your homie, yeah. not the wife. <laughs> You gotta take a big step back and just get away from that situation because that's that's gonna end badly. Because what's eventually gonna happen is she gonna move to a point where she gonna try to put her tongue in your mouth and then it's a whole new thing. <laughs> we already dealt with one of those stories. It's hard to believe. Oof. I think you say something and then depending on his response, that's how you approach going forward. You just see what happens next. Cameron, would you rather climb the tallest mountain or travel to the bottom of the sea? Ooh, tallest mountain. Fuck that. Probably, I probably go to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> no, sir. Dude, I hate heights so much. I would have a fucking panic attack on a mountain. Dude, no. It's dark. 
He said it's dark. No, bro. The sea. That's so funny because when me and Kyle went to go get uh, this tattoo, uh, I was going to get a clipper ship on my forearm. And we and Kyle were just both just like, you know what? We both haven't been on the ocean. I don't plan on going on the ocean. So why would I get a ship on my arm? Makes sense. That's exactly what I said. I was like, that's fair enough. It's a fair point. <clears throat> yeah, I just can't with heights. Oh, the bottom of the ocean sounds terrifying. Yeah. It's dark down there. You might see Cthulhu. You might see Cthulhu. You probably find that fucking... What's left of that submarine that went to see the Titanic. It's the whole thing. You think the controller survived? Yeah, it's a fucking Logitech controller. Those things can survive anything. Things are sturdy as fuck. Would you rather discover Bigfoot or discover aliens? Bigfoot. Me too. Aliens creep me out. I just I, I, aliens is risky because like, what if they're not nice aliens? Yeah. What if they want to probe me? <laughs> yeah. Fuck probing you. What if it's like a fucking alien from aliens? What if they want to eat you? Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> like what that's if fucked. What if they want to impregnate you with their children? With their tongue. <laughs> At least with Bigfoot, it's like a monkey. I'm pretty sure I could, like, get my way out of that. Even if it is aggressive, I could be like, just don't look at it. <laughs> Have you seen Sassy Squatch? No. On TikTok? No. Oh, bro. It's these two stoner Sasquatches that just, let the dude... Oh, just hang out? Yes. Oh, dude. God. And they're Australian, so it's even better, bro. Oh, Lord Jesus. Would you either know the date of, rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Wait, fucking what do you want to smoke it or not? Oh, yeah. Wait, how'd you fucking get that out here without it getting wet? Do you want to smoke it or not? Is it, is it like real strong? Is it? Sure. Because I, fuck, I don't trust you. You can't sometimes. It's fucking fine, Donnie. It's fucking fine, Donnie. I promise. I'll just try a little. Now, dude, if you ran into a Sasquatch like that, bro. oh, we chilling, <laughs> we chilling, we hanging. That's my new bro. Wanna fucking smoke or not go? I'll be like, fuck yeah, that's a Brody right there. That's the brother. <laughs> we just became homies. We just became best friends. Me and you were going to hang out with the Sasquatch every other weekend. Dude, thanks. Uh, would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? I would say the date. Because if you knew the cause, you would just try to avoid whatever that was forever. True. And it would stress you the fuck out. Knowing the date, I feel like eventually you would just come to accept that. Depending on what... I mean, unless it was like a week from now. Yeah, well, what if it is? Then you would just live your life to the fullest. I guess so. <laughs> For a week. Honestly, I would try. I would. I would probably treat it like a GPS. <laughs> try to how to navigate your life. I would no, probably. I so probably, like, oh, so this is the day that I die. I'm gonna try to die before that. <laughs> I'm gonna race there. I would break sobriety immediately. If it was like a week away. Oh, heroin for sure. <laughs> Shooting heroin for sure. What else do I have to lose? 
For me, it would be the cocaine. Yeah, I'm doing it all. I'm getting folded like origami. Yeah. Uh, Would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or fix your biggest regret? Fix my biggest regret. See, for me, it's fulfill my biggest wish. Nah, I don't have wishes. I don't (laughs) have goals. I don't have dreams. (laughs) That's the most depressing thing you've ever said on this podcast. I don't have wishes, just regrets. Just things I wish I could go back and not do. Yeah, I mean, it's fulfill my biggest wish. If I could, if I could make movies and support everybody, take care of my my homies, my family, that would be glorious. That'd be cool. All my shit talk would be worth it. All the shit I've talked about directors. <laughs> would you rather drop a bad habit or gain a good one? <clears throat> drop a bad one. Same. Fuck a good habit. I just need to drop a couple of my bad habits. <laughs> Fuck your good habits. All your good habits sound so boring. Oh, I'm on a good routine? Cool. Lit. I would just like to not, you know, I mean, I would just like to leave the house normally, like a regular person. Yeah. I kept my sugar down low. (laughs) Like, congrats, dude. Like, how? Thanks, Steve. I didn't kill myself this weekend. I mean, that's an accomplishment. And now we are at first team all dime piece. I figure we could do a Super Bowl themed one, which is Super Bowl MVPs. Players that have won the Super Bowl MVP award. Would you like first pick? Sure. I don't know a lot. Um, I have the list pulled up right here. If you would like to to take a look, sees. Jerry Rice. Whoa, good pick. That's a good one. Jerry Rice, the magical wide receiver from, like, obviously the greatest wide receiver that's ever walked the face of the planet. From the San Francisco 49ers. The bastard. Try not to move this computer too much. Maybe I should put it on my, look it up on my phone. That probably would have been the better move. Thinking with the old noggin. Uh, my first pick. I'm going to go with uh, an unknown one, which is Larry Zonka. Who is that? Fullback for the undefeated Miami Dolphins. Ooh. Undefeated Miami Dolphins. He, uh, he had 33 carries for 145 yards and two touchdowns in his first one. And he had a powerful mustache. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Right? That dude is awesome. Powerful mustache, yo. Oh, no. I fucked up my Pull phone. I think I know who you're talking about. Larry Zonka? Are you, pulling, are you looking it up? No. All right. Well, I can. There we go. I got a list for you on my cell phone if you would like to scroll there. And make your next pick, and I'll have it on my computer so we can do this easily together. You have pick number two, Cameron. Yeah, Larry Zonka with a powerful mustache. He was a fullback who got a lot of the. He was the last. He's the only fullback I can really think of that got the ball more than his running back did. He was just a big, scary white dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just a giant, terrifying white man. If 
fuck you up, dude. That so would be terrifying. Woo. Where do you want to go next, Cameron? Devin. Devin. I mean, hey, there is a Super Bowl MVP that sent someone to heaven. That's such a, that's such a deep, deep shot by fucking at Ray Lewis. But it did happen. <laughs> I mean, he did, he did, he was involved in a confrontation where two men went to heaven. We'll put it that way. You want to hear something crazy? What's up? Tom Brady has five of these. He has five Super Bowl MVPs. That's bananas. Oh, he's not on here. Who? Um, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I don't think he was the MVP the year they won. I think it was. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. It was Malcolm Smith. Fucking he had an interception baby. return for a touchdown, a fumble recovery, and ten tackles. <clears throat> That was delicioso. What just happened right there? That was delicious. We'll go with TB. TB. Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. For now. (laughs) Old Patty is fucking chasing that shit down. He's on here three times. Yeah, Patrick's got three Super Bowl MVPs. He's on your ass, Brady. He's he on your ass. You know what? Give me the murderer. Give me Ray Lewis. <laughs> no disrespect. I don't mean it disrespectfully. He was a murderer on and off the field. It was incredible. Dude, do you understand how ridiculously good at football you have to be to be involved in a situation where you legit stab two people and we all are just like, yeah, whatever. Fuck those guys. <laughs> They're probably bad guys anyways. <laughs> Fuck those guys. You're Ray Lewis. <laughs> it's cool. Fuck them guys. Fuck both of those dudes. I bet you the detectives are probably big Ravens fans. <laughs> like, we need him for the season. We're so close. They literally won the Super Bowl the next season. <laughs> we're so close. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were just like, listen. Listen, Miss Wright. I understand that you are grieving over your son. Do you understand how close we are? I think your son, as a Ravens fan himself, would appreciate watching Mr. Lewis lift a Lombardi trophy. In honor of his death. In honor of his his tragic passing. He didn't just pass. Ray Lewis killed him. They were involved in a confrontation where two men went to heaven. Let's not jump to conclusions. <laughs> we don't know what happened. <laughs> we don't know exactly know what happened. We just know that they, they're no longer with us. <laughs> oh, damn. Let's, let's not jump to conclusions. Let's not jump. Good old Drew Ski. Drew Brees. The fucking, the most religious quarterback that's ever walked the face of the planet. The comeback king. He was the comeback king. Drew Brees. I, I do love me some Drew Brees. We're talking about a man with destroyed labrum. 
Not only a destroyed labor. A hurricane hitting Louisiana like no other. And he said, I put the new I put the NO on my back. <laughs> put him on my back. What is he got what the, he He's got the he f- went thirty two for thirty nine, two hundred and eighty eight with two tutties, boy. Put the team on his back. <laughs> He said, what broken labrum? He said, fuck your broken labrums. Check this shit out. I am going to take an odd one just because I think it's super interesting. And also, he is one of my favorite broadcasters now, Desmond Howard. He was the MVP in the Super Bowl that Brett Favre won, which is shocking. He was a kick returner. He had a kick return touchdown. I know that. He had 299 all-purpose yards, 244 all-purpose yards, and a 90, yep, 99-yard kick return touchdown, which is cooking. But also, I can't believe they gave a Super Bowl MVP to a kick returner. That's rowdy. Some rowdy boy shit. Rowdy, rowdy Piper. Rowdy, rowdy Piper. So far, you have Jerry Rice, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. Your team is full of elite dudes, and I just have the oddest people that won Super Bowl MVPs. I have Larry Zonka, Ray Lewis, and Desmond Howard. I wanted my list to be weird. I wanted people to look at my list and be like, what the fuck is wrong with Kyle? It's crazy to me that Pittsburgh, both their Super Bowls, they won. It was a receiver that got MVP. I'm going to go with uh, Roger Staubach. Ooh, famous Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach. I don't know who that is, but yeah, we love Roger Staubach and and, and Big D uh, does have one of the less impressive Super Bowl MVP stat lines with 119 yards passing and two tutties. But it was a different game back then. You were allowed to try to fucking mug people to tackle them, so <laughs> you could commit felony assault in the NFL back then. What 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 Super Bowl is that? Super Bowl six. Oh, yeah. God. yeah. What year is that? It is the 70s, oh, 60s. God. Yeah, I about to say you could commit felony assault on people. Oh! <laughs> you wear like, that was when you could use stick them and all that shit. It was a great, was a great time to be alive. Dudes were smoking cigarettes at halftime, lit. They're cheating a game like a job. <laughs> <laughs> treating, treating playing in the NFL like a 9 to 5. Dead ass. Bro, broski needed a beer. Like, have time. Break. All right, we're going back out. All right. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> They're so lucky nobody ever smoked on the field. Like in the movie The Replacements when he's smoking the cigarette while he's kicking the kick. <clears throat> he just fucking standing there smoking. Are you smoking a cigarette? Just hold the fucking ball. <laughs> Worry about you. Worry about yourself. I'll also go an old timer. Give me one the <laughs> the most sex positive fucking 
Super Bowl MVP of all time. One, Joe Namath. Also the only person to win Super Bowl MVP without scoring a touchdown in any way, shape, or form. Didn't run one in. Didn't throw one in. Didn't do any of that. Just had 206 yards passing. And won Super Bowl MVP because everybody wanted to fuck Joe Namath. Everybody. I watched a documentary about it. My grandma was in love with Joe Namath. My grandma wanted to bang Joe Namath, and I was like, stop it. You stop talking about people stop. like that. This is your final pick, Cameron. This is the final moment. Give me Emmett Smith. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yazerskis. Emmett is my guy. Yazerskis. I love Emmett Smith. You do not want to catch a shoulder pad helmet. No. Emmett Smith, 5'9". And the leading rusher in NFL history has more yards than anybody in his career. Chucking niggas. Played it for the Dallas Cowboys all the way up until his final season. And then he played one more season with the Arizona Cardinals because God hates us. (laughs) I don't understand it. God hates us. It really does. It was so painful. Like every time I hear that, they're just like, oh, he spent his last year with Arizona. I'm just like, God, it hurts so bad. Please, Emmett. You should just. But yeah, Emmett Smith is a dog. <laughs> what? It just uh, Bart Starr uh, in Super Bowl one. It says two touchdown passes. Doesn't give any other statistics. It's just like two touchdown passes. Dude, I bet he threw like two touchdown passes from like five yards out. But man, had ten yards passing. Well, the next is next season. He had two o two with one TD with one tutty. That's nice. That's not too bad. But then Sexy Joe came out of nowhere and was like, check this out. <laughs> 206 yards, no touchdowns. Ha-ha! <laughs> Give me that MVP, baby. It blows my mind. It blow- truly blows my mind some of the stats from the, the old Super Bowl games. And then, of course, there was fucking... Oh, look, in Super Bowl 12, they gave it to, like, three people. They gave it to Harvey Martin, Randy White, uh, and the defensive line of Dallas. I'm just like, how does that work? How do you give a how do you give a MVP award to six people? That's rowdy. Eight turnovers, though. Ah, that's fair. That's cooking. Somebody got fucking mollywopped. And for me, I'll I'll go with I'll go with Patty last. He's currently my favorite non-Cowboys player because he saved me from an Eagles Super Bowl win and a 40, two 49ers Super Bowl wins. Old Patrick Mahomes, the future GOAT. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that, that pretty much does it. That's all we got for you this week on the show. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, iHeart, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you guys get your your audio content uh show links are in the description of the podcast as well as on our social media accounts be sure to check us out on social media at facebook on the planet comedy same thing on instagram planet comedy on youtube planet comedy on tiktok where there's all kinds of new clips of the show twitter at stoplight jesus you can follow me on twitch at stoplight jesus cameron do you have anything you want to promote to people about a cadaver check and well hold on Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We will see you heathens next week. And to close the show once again, Cameron, 
chopping meat, chopping baby, beating meat, beating baby. Mm-hmm.